an attorney does $100 worth of legal work for a blind woman, and the blind woman mistakenly pays the attorney with two $100 bills stuck together. So for $100 worth of legal work, she pays $200. What is the ethical dilemma? What is the ethical dilemma? The ethical dilemma is, should he tell his partner? Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. Um, I'm Bo Schwartz, and joining me on the line today is Crofton Steers. Hey, everybody. Uh, and as well, uh, we have Michael Hodgins with us. Hello. All right, how's everyone doing today? Doing pretty good. I am also well, thank you for asking. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to take the... I'm not that good. I was doored today on my bike ride to work, you know, door where someone opens a door, and I, I thought I was going to die for a second, so... Well, people uh, have died. Well, yes, lots of people have died. So I'll just say a quick, you know, to all the drivers out there, you know, just check your mirrors when you're driving, and anyone on a bike, just, you know, bike, bike safe. I was lucky. I, ro- I rolled. I'm, uh, I'm all right. Did, did you die? No, I was okay. You no, know, but, like, well, then, yeah, I think you're making a big deal out of this for a guy who's not dead. Well, I, I suppose I am. It was just a near-death experience, that's all. Anyways, I uh, didn't mean to derail us. Let's, uh, you asked how I was, and that's what you got. Yeah, well, are you okay, though? Did you injure oh, yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're glad to hear you're okay. Thank I'm you. also um, okay. For those who haven't, uh, who are just tuning into the show, Good, Bad, or Bullshit, that's where us three guys get together, and we talk about things that we probably don't know about. Sometimes we do. And um, we're here to give our verdict on whether we think it's a good thing, a bad thing, or it's just bullshit. Now, um... Uh, I guess, uh, you know, Michael has a little device that he, uh, did you purchase it? Did you make it? Did it come? I got as... it on eBay. It's not, it's not little either. I think it's, uh, it's not very fuel efficient. For some reason, it's got a big uh, gas engine on it. Uh, I'll fire it up here. It's our random, random topic generator. You guys ready for a, a topic? Yeah, we're ready for a topic today. Hit us up. Okay, let me get it going. It's out in the garage. I do it remotely because of the fumes. Um, okay, let me just, Okay. Uh, so our topic today, guys, is uh, lawyers. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm also not a lawyer. Yes, I'm also not a lawyer. So, um, so I think we should just say to listeners, any legal advice we may attempt to dispense um, is not legal device, uh, advice because we're not lawyers. Just, you know, putting it out yeah, there. But, but here's the thing. We are judges of all that we review, and right now we're judging lawyers. So I'm, you know, I'm, I may not know anything about the law, but hell, I'm going to cast an opinion on it by the end of this show. Um, so, so lawyers, uh, yeah, let's, let's get into it. And, you know, there's a lot, you know, you hear these jokes about lawyers, you know, how uh, the ones, the, does anyone know that joke where lawyers at the bottom of the sea? Man, I do not know that joke. Why did I even try to say it? <laughs> People don't like lawyers. Well, generally, there's this perception of lawyers where they're like ambulance chasers, uh, trying to make a buck, uh, this type of thing. I know a lot. I know some. I, I know some lawyers, and they're very nice people who care uh, about other things than money. That's sure a little wishy-washy. 
Well, I mean, you said just, that you start off saying they're horrible people, and I'm then talking about the nice. perception. You know, the public public perception of lawyers. I mean, this is more of a U.S. thing than a Canadian thing. But when you get this idea of like, you know, lawyers, you know, chasing ambulances looking for someone to sue, uh, do you guys have any experiences with lawyers? Mine have been mostly limited to real estate transactions and people I know who happen to be lawyers. Um, and any of you guys have any experiences with lawyers? I would have to add some disclaimers to this conversation right up in the fact that, A, uh, my uncle is a partner in a law firm, a senior lawyer, and that uh, my brother is studying uh, to become a lawyer right now. And uh, um, his his new uh, his, his lovely wife is, is a lawyer. Her parents are a lawyer and a judge. So uh, I do know a lot of people. Uh, interested in law or involved in law in in some way, that doesn't change much of my what you know what my opinions are going to be on, on on the matter. But at the same at the same point, I feel like I should give them a shout out. So when I publicly embarrass them, they know who to blame. You you may just be publicly embarrassing yourself, so it it, it might be all right. That's probable. Uh, so so uh, actually, Bo, do you want to? What's your experience with the? The, mine's the same as Mike's in the sense that I've had transactions, uh, real estate transactions and that sort of things with lawyers. But aside from family and friends, I haven't had like too many professional dealings with lawyers. Have you had uh, had any? I haven't had too many professional interactions with lawyers, but um, I was in a relationship with one for a considerable amount of time. Uh, so that's right. I I feel, oh snap! Wow, yeah. geez. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I feel like I'm the least connected to lawyers here. So, so maybe I should start with my opinion, being that I might not have anyone coming back me, coming <laughs> at me for for what I'm just about to say. Well, you had um, a really good story about lawyers, and I kind of think I that deserves to be told. Well, about them. It wasn't oh, a story that happened to you, but it was about that uh, woman that um, you know oh, ended it, up it was, in the poorhouse. Uh, wasn't it that great joke I had at the start of the podcast? You know, what, how did it go? Bottom of <laughs> There's the a sea. bunch of lawyers that in one? the bottom of the sea. It was a good anecdote, wasn't um, it? It was. Oh, no, it was that news story where this woman in yes. British Columbia had – oh, yes, okay. She, she was shacked up with this – well, let's just call him a, a douchebag. Some uh, guy. They weren't married. A ne'er-do-well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just a douchebag because I feel like he must be a douchebag to do what he did. So this guy lives well, with this that's, woman. That's presumption. She, well, well, okay, you can presume for yourself after I tell you the anecdote. Um, see, so uh, Liz is a woman for a few years, and then um, they split up and go their separate ways, and he decides, like, hey, you know, um, I, I, I deserve half of her house. So it wasn't his house. Apparently he didn't work too much. It was her house. Um, so he got a lawyer and uh, went and, you know, and, and tried to get uh, some settlement where she would have to uh, sell her house and pay for pay him out. Uh, so they did this. So then she, you know, did what she thought was the right thing. She hired a lawyer and then they fought it out in court. And it took apparently 10 years because of this, like, you know, I don't know, the court systems are slow, blah, 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 on and on. In the end, you know, it went down in, in her in her favor. So like she didn't have to pay the guy, but then he was, you know, a kind of a douchebag with no money or, or anything. So he said, OK, well, I'm just going to declare bankruptcy. So he did. Uh, he was ordered to pay her fees, but then he didn't have to because he declared bankruptcy. Uh, so then her lawyer said, um, yeah, you need to pay us your lawyer's fees for saving your house. She said, well, I, you know, she wasn't – she had like a mentally – of course, it's these stories. You know, you have to have a mentally challenged – like you just made this – feel so bad for this woman. It doesn't sound like it could be any together. worse, yeah. Yeah, everything was going against her. And then her lawyer basically uh, 
you know, is now trying to get her house repossessed to sell to pay for his lawyer's fees. And it makes you think, well, what what a jerk this lawyer is. I mean, you know, and she said, I heard her on a, on a, on a radio program. She was saying like, you know, I tried to do all the right things. You know, I was, I was sued by this guy. I was attacked by my ex-boyfriend trying to get something that it wasn't, he wasn't entitled to. I did the right thing. I got a lawyer. I went through the courts. You know, it went in my favor. Why do I lose my house? And then, and if you think about that, you know, and there's all these kinds of justifications about like, well, you know, the court system costs, it costs a lot of money to, you know, bring something to, to court you know, there, there's a lot of fees involved, but then you hear things like, yeah, lawyers are charging $300 an hour. I mean, $300 an hour, really, for what they actually do, like, is that, you know, I don't make $300 an hour. I mean, maybe it'd be nice to, but I, I feel like they charge an exorbitant amount of money for what, the, for what they do, really. If you think objectively about what they do, uh, they basically hold this kind of knowledge of legalese and precedent. It's this kind of like secret... Uh, you know, the secret language that we don't understand and we need to pay these people to, to interpret it for us. And that's really what a lawyer does and just interpret the stuff that, that we don't understand. Uh, and and they, they hold it in there and they charge us whatever they want, really. I mean, and they do, um, as we're all aware. So, yeah, I'm like, I, I feel like it doesn't sound too positive, this angle on lawyers. Um, that The anecdote, what do you guys think about it? It doesn't make them, doesn't cast them in very good light, that anecdote. I, I like when you told our we have a mutual friend who is studying who's studying law. You told him that anecdote. Do you remember what his reaction was? Your friend, hipster friend Breck, who we talked about in two podcasts now. Uh, uh, I do not remember what his uh, what his reaction was, though. I do remember I talked to your brother and his wife about it. They were both very nice to talk to about it, and it kind of gave me um, some kind of ex. I mean, they, they explained in a way that like. It made it made more sense to me after having talked with them about it, where it's basically like there are a lot of costs involved, and lawyers bear these costs often. I mean, I think you know the movie uh, was Aaron Brockovich, <laughs> where at the end the guy's like, you know, I'm taking he gets half the money, and all the townsfolks are like half the money. He's not the one with cancer. And then Aaron Brockovich explained that, you know, he had personally invested all this money to get things into the courts because it costs a lot of money. So, you know, there's that element too. A lot of lawyers are putting money up. They do need to get paid. I'm not saying they should all be doing pro bono work. I mean, they should be paid. See, the reason I asked that question uh, was because I somewhat recall what he said, and it was immediately, and, both, and, my, and my brother and his wife as well, both there is like uh, an immediate need to defend uh, what what was essentially an anecdote that you were t- telling uh, telling them, and there's so much like, so, you know, whenever somebody uh, provides information, they do they offer in legal terms, they provide a disclaimer, they provide all this sort of stuff about what they're what they're saying. I thought it was kind of ironic that I provided a disclaimer up up the top about my my family members, just because. Um, I I think that 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 what I most dislike about the legal profession, and this is writ large because there's tons and tons of different types of lawyers, and I'd like to get into that a little more. But but what I dislike about the legal profession writ large is that I feel that it's a cabal in a certain way. That is that is that while while it has a, a purpose, and and Mike, you touched on what. What you believe it is interpreting these, these, uh, 
years old sometimes, uh, decades, centuries old legalese, uh, decoding language uh, essentially for us laymen's to use at exorbitant at exorbitant prices. I do feel that they um, uh, there people in the law community feel the need to defend defend themselves constantly and to to make a point of why why what they do is, is so necessary i often feel when you have to sell your job that much that, that there's there's obviously something some questions to be asked there uh and and i definitely don't don't want to lump in all lawyers together cuz real estate lawyers especially when you compare it to american canadian lawyers like there are there are ambulance chasers in the lawyer community. Other lawyers are aware of them. There are people who are doing it for different reasons. Uh, there's all different types of law. But but one thing I do find interesting is that Hollywood and and not just Hollywood, but like all all aspects of media tend to embrace the image of the heroic lawyer, the the lawyer that that is. There's two real archetypes. There's the Weasley lawyer and there's the heroic lawyer, and. I find that Hollywood has has really gone towards like the heroic lawyer and portraying lawyers in in a glory uh, uh, light where they're they're saving families, they're doing all these they're they're doing all these things often in books based on uh, movies based on books written by John Grisham. Uh, but but even in shows from from you know Law and Order to the Practice to all those sort of things, do you guys what do you guys think about the 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 public representation the public image of lawyers uh, in our society? How are they generally generally looked at both both in in media and by you know Joe Q public? Um, yeah, well, I think that you sort of you know hit it right on the head from what I've heard uh, from. From knowing a lawyer and speaking to some others that are friends that, um, you know, there is a personification, there is a vilification of lawyer kind um, in, you know, popular culture. Um, and I think that sort of it casts a blemish, um, you know, upon them that they don't necessarily deserve, because I would say probably in the majority of cases, um, you know, lawyers are just working at their jobs or they are. Um, you know, helping people to the best of their ability that the profession allows, right? So um, it's definitely a skewed view, although I'm sure extremes of everything can be found in all kinds of walks of life. Crofton, you were talking about, uh, you know, how lawyers are, are portrayed in the media, and I, 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 I quipped about Matlock, but even when I was a kid, I was aware, I was like, man, everyone's innocent, is what I thought, because Matlock, I don't know if you guys watched Matlock, but it was like he was, you know, basically getting wrongly accused people off. For the most part, there was occasional ones where it was like someone actually Was had- that what he was doing? I remember Matlock. I remember the look of the guy. I don't remember any of the stories. Basically, he was – and it, it's funny because usually you see it the other way. It's more like law and order style and it's guys like they're prosecuting. You know, I, I love – law and order is a great show, you know, and it's always like you know some horrible criminal and they're putting them away. Uh, and I feel like this – the thing with the Hollywood lawyer – I mean, Crofton, you were talking about this, how many kinds of lawyers they are and the reality of lawyers um, is not what Hollywood portrays it to be where it's all like criminal cases and stuff. like. I, I think that's probably – 
a, a less, uh, you know, less a reality for most lawyers. And Bo, I think you mentioned that too. Um, I wanted. I have. A, I have a friend who's a lawyer. I mentioned this at the start. Um, and uh, actually, I mentioned her in our our dog ownership podcast because she was the owner of an unruly dog. A great person though she is. Uh, uh, Karen Galden is her name, and she's a. Uh, she was. A, she was a fem or it, well is a lawyer, but had a feminist law practice. Um, and, and basically I don't think made a heck of a lot of money, um, taking things to like Supreme court in Canada, like, like precedent kind of cases, um, basically doing the type of work that she was passionate about doing, representing people who didn't have money to pay her. And then, so of course, you know, I, I, I talked about this anecdote at the start, which makes you be like, Oh, lawyers, newsbags. But I happen to know one who I really think was pretty selfless and did not get rich for running her practice for like six years. I think she's since moved on to doing other types of law work. Um, but, um, but I mean, like, wow, she's not, that's great. We need, we need lawyers like that who, who can wade through the legalese mumbo jumbo of it. Um, I, I want to get back to that just a little bit before, before you guys jump back in here. And in Crofton, you talked to, I uh, think about, about it too, but uh, what, it just comes down to me is that, like, is, you know, if you're accused of a crime, you're allowed to defend yourself in court, but people are like, well, oh, you know, you should get a, you should get a lawyer, right? Because it's to wade through this nonsense legalese. And why I want to come back to this um, is, is because it's, it's this aspect of it, which I just feel is, is, is nonsense. Like it's, I mean, legalese, it could be written in a way that everyone understood. Legal proceedings could be done, and I'm sure some lawyer would tell me why that's not true, and may, maybe they'd have a good point, but I'm not a lawyer and whatever. Uh, I don't really care. I just think, I, I basically think that, that, it's, that they keep it in this kind of, in, in, this, in this language that is totally um, not in touch with reality so that they keep a monopoly on access to law. And I think that that's not good really for society, even though there are lawyers who are great people who get into law because they want to do the right thing because they want to help people who need help. But I still think that the whole concept of like you have to learn, you have to get into this club and learn their secret handshake basically so that you can start participating, that's the aspect of it that I don't like because it excludes the rest of society from participating in a meaningful way uh, in the legal process. I I uh, I agree with a, a lot of what you're saying there. Uh, I definitely think that this is a touchy subject in that we are looking at reviewing an entire profession, which includes multiple people. And Mike, you you came down on both sides with a, an interesting anecdote off the top, and an explanation about your selfless friend later on, showing both sides of uh, of a coin. And and I find that's that's what's difficult when when talking about lawyers uh, or any profession for that matter. In the end, though, it, and I think when when you're talking about the legalese aspect of it, does that legalese need to exist? That's a big question. Because if it does need to exist, then lawyers need to exist. If 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 really it is a giant cabal or game or what have you um, uh, that's just been perpetuated year in year out, well then then I have you know I have a huge problem with it, and it's 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 difficult to know really because you look at you look at other professions and all these professions from urban planners to art you know archaeologists to whatever they they have like there's clearly um, 
extremely detailed policies or information surrounding that that career that only somebody who is well-versed in that career would be able to decipher. And maybe there is zero way that law could be simpler. Um, and I know Breck explained to me at one point about the difference between, uh, you know, the two types, two types of law. I'm going to really butcher this by saying old law and newer law. And the newer law being that it's written more plain language, more understandable. The old law being that it's like you would absolutely need a lawyer. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm still, I'm pretty torn on this. Bo, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, um, you know, new law or old law? I just kind of want to bag on them really hard. <laughs> Too close to the source material, I feel compromised. Um, you know, because. There's this idea that when you purchase something, you know, you get services, you know, it's buyer beware. And it's still, no matter, you can't ever look at lawyer and say, well, you know, you're here to help me. It's all buyer beware, you know. And I find it sad because one of the things I think they do emphasize in a law training, a law education, is just that these are the rules. These are the things that govern Everything that we do, even if you're never confronted about it or never have a legal transaction about it, there's so much crap that exists, um, you know, surrounding governing nearly every transaction between people. And and I just think that, you know, something's, you know, it's too complicated. It's inelegant. And I think that there's too much money invested and too many interests invested in keeping everything obtuse. And so while we're kind of talking about law and not lawyers, I kind of feel like that, you know, uh, people become lawyers to be successful. You know, they may have a genuine interest in the law or a genuine interest, but I have a hard time personally finding that uh, or just understanding how anyone could really like love the law unless they had some kind of end game for it or some purpose to it. Um, You know, I think I I think it's very, you know. Unless they believe that romantic perception that I touched on earlier that's presented in the media because there's a lot of heroic lawyers. Maybe they want to be like one of them. Right. But, you know, for every uh, heroic lawyer, there's 10 patent lawyers, you know, trying to get settlements. There's all kinds of crap that happens. Um, That's just a big waste of time, a big waste of human innovation. Like There's a lot of people making a lot of money doing a whole lot of nothing um, because we're, you know, I think we've just even lost the focus of what the argument is. I mean, you had the sensational cases, I guess, that, you know, like recently um, the Supreme Court of U.S. that threw down the Prop 8 in California. It's, you know, you know, there, there are really big things that happen that come out of law that help, um, you know, identify people's rights and, and change the way that we that we live. But it's I find it a whole mess of nothing sometimes, man. It's really, really irritating. I, I sort of agree with that, and I think it's it's kind of a contrived uh, profession, though it is one that is held up to be one that holds a lot of status, and I think that's what draws a lot of people into it. As and not, you know, and I wouldn't get down on anyone for that because there's a lot of jobs that hold status, but lawyer is one. You know, it's like oh, I, I think of Star Jones all the time. I mean, prefacing all her annoying comments with "I am a lawyer," and I feel like that somehow adds like you know, wait to it because you're a lawyer, your opinion is more valid. It's like, eh, I don't think that's true. Uh, maybe about the law profession, but uh, beyond that, not necessarily. Uh, I, I think that that's why a lot of people try it. Money and status. And, you know, in our society, uh, like it or not, that's kind of, 
you know, that's kind of how you get ahead. The lawyer, you know, you know, and, um, and I think that that's not bad. You know, we're all trying, everyone's trying to get ahead. So if that's, if that's what draws you to be a lawyer, you want status, you want money. Well, well you, you, cause, and, and that with that status comes that perception of status, right? It's a great responsibility. This, this, um, you know, in our initial anecdote, this woman who essentially got screwed and the lawyer throws his hands up and says, well, that's how it works, baby. You know, you <laughs> you know like screw that lawyer like you know i don't think we should be looking to our fellow people and trying to you know it's not even that he intentionally maybe did this it's just the net result was horrid horrible and maybe we can't look at one case and paint it with a broad brush but um i feel like you know we should expect better from people that we put trust you know we there, there's a public trust that goes into the profession of lawyers that i don't think actually exists yeah actually and, and i think it's always good to take a step back with with a you know a, a lot of these types of things and see like what are they actually doing and if you think of like you know different professions like your garbage man picks yeah. up the garbage you know like uh, the mayor is in charge of running the city <laughs> i don't know if i or no it's <laughs> Big organization that runs. The I'm just saying, like different. Yeah. You know, if you try to think of like what actually, what what are they actually doing? You know, it's like you see people doing all kinds of different types of work, and it's something tangible. But I feel like with law, it's not, and that's why it just seems like nonsense that it's not. It's not tangible. Like what they're doing is, you know, making rhetorical arguments based on precedents from obscure cases or or not obscure cases or established norms and looking at laws and what judges have decided like they go to these precedents like oh well a judge decided this it's like so what like so a judge decided it so now it's the truth you know i just feel like it's all this made-up stuff that we just agree to you know and, and i mean that's one aspect of it. and again the other side of the coin i think that lawyers would probably say that we live in a democracy and they are an aspect of that because uh, you know, in our in a democracy, we make laws. Our elected officials make laws, and we need people, professional people, who understand the implications to interpret those laws so that it's fair for everyone. And I mean, that's a valid argument too. I just think that when it comes down to what they're doing day to day, it's like it's all a bunch of up in nonsense. I I sort of think, anyways. Yeah, one, fair one is thing relative. One thing I would like to to jump in with it because uh, you know f- from risk of sounding a bit like an echo chamber here because we we definitely uh, seem to have similar opinions for the most part on this and and I honestly don't know the answer to the question I'm going to pose maybe you guys know more than me but the the big thing that I'm I'm curious about is uh is is law uh, criminal law sorry lost my train of thought there for a second but criminal law and and if somebody is is convicted of something or or is is brought in front of the courts um as well as as well as law with regards to things like Bo mentioned in the u.s when it went up to the supreme court uh and uh, uh the the protection of uh, of things like uh, the rights of minorities such as such as homosexuals in the case of gay marriage um you have the majority that elects officials, uh, and sometimes what the majority wants is not right, and, and therefore, to protect uh, to protect the minorities in this sort of thing, you need you need the minority groups. You need um, and 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 I'm not saying I necessarily 100 percent subscribe to this, but you 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 need uh, professionals who are able to devote their lives to. Uh, to, to the study of uh, of and, and again the laws c- 
could be written plainer and this sort of thing, but there's so many complicated issues that it's difficult to decode. You know, it is difficult to decode all of this. It, as time goes on, something that starts simple can finish complicated pretty quickly. And so my, my question, I guess, is is criminal uh, – Criminal law, as well as the protection of minorities, protecting somebody who's who um, who's been wrongfully accused or prosecuting somebody who you know who deserves to be prosecuted. I mean, who would do this if not for lawyers? Uh, would we need a new system? Would people do it themselves? Uh, could it ever be simple enough for people to do it themselves? I think it could be, but I mean, that's you know, I wouldn't wade into that. I think you know, you'd need a lot of people thinking about how that that structure, what that structure would look like. But uh, I think that it's it's possible. I mean, and you can defend yourself. Uh, it's just the you know, you're advised not to. Yeah, because you don't you, know anything. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're advised not to, uh, and and part of it is not knowing the legal proceedings and stuff like this. But I feel like the the the, um, the lawyers are trained in a certain way, like uh, to to be able. I and I I don't know. I haven't been through law school, but uh, but I I feel I feel like this is this is one of those things where where uh, I definitely if you told me if I was on trial, I would want a lawyer. I know that much. And, and, and yeah, I know that then we get into the, the sort of round circle of arguing about law in general. As law exists, we need a lawyer. I just think there is no way when you look at all the facets of law that you could break it down and make it simple enough across the board to not require to not require lawyers, at least for someone like me. I'm not that smart. Well, even the require—I mean, there's, there's, there's—do we require them? And I, and I, you know, I would probably say at the moment we do, <clears throat> but it's sort of, but, but again, it's like what, what are they actually, you know, what is, what is their, their, are they actually doing? And and is it, is it something? Is it, is it, is it as valuable as what they charge as well? Like that's that's the other aspect. Like the the three hundred dollars an hour being like a pretty common charge. I feel like for waiting through paperwork, and I think. You know, that's that was a lot of people off. That certainly throws me off because I mean, I have no desire to make that much money per hour, but it seems like with lawyers, that's a pretty main thing. And I know it's like, well, we have to pay our office assistants and stuff. It's like, yeah, well, they, they, you know, they're they're you know, the extremes of vilification and you know, painting them as heroes are just you know, that comes up and they're true stories, but they're exception rather than the rule. I think there's a lot of you know, there are a lot of stories and that you know, I'm aware of that, you know, where people end up in really bad financial dire straits because they're fighting something that they have to fight, you know, whether it's a custody battle or anything like that. The idea that they're vultures does come from the fact that it is really expensive to engage a lawyer, um, whether you make 10 grand or 10 grand a year or 50 grand a year or, you know, it, it's really expensive. And those without the means to it get a worse service or get a worse benefit from it. And it's, you know, there is a lack of equity in that. And um, I think that that's bullshit. And so I've got, you know, I have a lot of respect for lawyers. I know a lot of lawyers and I know that there's good that can be done there. And I know that not even that it's an important role, but it's, it's such a fundamental integral role that we have guidelines for our conduct so that we can all get along and live peacefully. But generally speaking, like the way, the the role that a lawyer serves at least in you know canada um i gotta i gotta i can't say they're bad i can't say they're good so i just gotta say the whole thing is uh bullshit right now and uh they need to do better they need to do better for the the public uh, the public trust that's uh given to them
So we got one bull bullshit. Grafton. You go first on this one. I'm still thinking. Thinking. Yeah, I've you know I I found I was a little debated on this one too, um, because there are these many signs of the court. But I, I I'm gonna say it's bullshit. I really think that the actuality of what they're doing is like reading a bunch of stuff written in a way that most people you know I think it's written to be incomprehensible. I mean maybe it's just the old law thing, but I still think even new stuff. Um, and I think that that's bullshit. I think that it's 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 held in this way that we we're not allowed to understand it, so we have to pay them um, if we want to get through the law, and we have to because we live in a society based on laws. So I mean, we're stuck with them. Some do good, some do bad, but all in all, I think the whole thing's a big pile of bullshit. That yeah, for me, this is one of this has been one of the hardest. He's home. Ones. He's gonna have family members that disown him if he uh, answers wrong. And and also also um, you know it, it's interesting because this is the first one of the shows where like two people have come down and I'm I, I, I'm going third and both of them have said both of them have said either bad or bullshit in this case bullshit both of you but uh, it make make me it kind of pushes me to go sort of sort of the sort of the other way but the reality is the only reason I would go the other way is due to the efforts of some individual lawyers um, and the and the fact is I don't. I have a hard enough time discussing this topic because there's so much unknown and, and I feel that there's a giant smoke screen around the lawyer profession and that there probably has been for t- time and again. Uh, there's been this, this sort of misinformation or just it's, it's very obtuse. Uh, something is presented to the public, be it in movies and that sort of thing, um, uh, heroic visions of lawyers, uh, deceitful visions of lawyers. So in the end, I find that the whole profession, law in general, is just surrounded by so much smoke that it is hard for me to say that it's anything but complete bullshit. So I'm going to go down and say bullshit as well. Actually, I, I, yeah, sorry. Three bullshits I know we're at sort of verdict time, but uh, it makes me think of a few. You know, there's some other fiction out there. The Winslow Boy. Have you ever read, heard or read of this play? Oh. Yeah, nope. it's just it's about a family, uh, you know, that they're well-to-do. And um, the child is accused of stealing a whistle, I think. And, you know, they spend all of their fortune defending the kid. And the punchline to the whole thing is... You know that uh, maybe the kid probably did it. <laughs> you know and who benefits? The fucking lawyer. <laughs> you know, like it, it's it's yeah. There's a lot of that there, and I don't I don't have the solution for it, but it's definitely that kind of stuff you hear, and it's bullshit. So. I think this this was this was an interesting topic, and and uh, it was neat to get into it. I don't know about you guys, but I would not doubt if I if anyone uh, that is, that I know that is in the lawyerly profession ever listens to this thing, I might hear something about this one. You you uh, might. I de- I definitely will. I'm sure. Um, and and part of it is us, you know. And and this will come up all the time on this podcast. But part of it is us being poorly informed on on what lawyers do in in detail. But that that's really what solidified my bullshit verdict. Just you know, at, at one point when I know so many lawyers, I should really have a better idea of what they do. And if it's really just decoding this this legalese uh, that's been passed down for generations, then you know, at, at a certain point, this 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 circle of bullshit's got to end. Yeah, I, and, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I, I there's I should know, I do know quite a bit about it, but. 
I've just always kind of put it out of my mind to have an opinion. You know, you know people that are lawyers. You may love people that are lawyers. And, you know, you don't want to go bagging on them for what they chose to do for a profession. You know, so no, right. you know but at the same time, uh, you look – you know, you hear a lot of bad stories that come out of it. And you hear a lot of, you know, they weren't bad. It's just how it is. You know, it's just, it's your, it's the victim's fault, you know, and, uh, and that kind of stuff just rubs you the wrong way. Disclaimer, the opinions provided in the podcast proceeding were the opinions of the sole propriety of Bo Schwartz, Michael Hodgins, and Crofton Steers and do not in any way reflect definitive proof with regards to lawyers. Although I do have some legal advice. Don't take any wooden nickels. Thank you, Bo. I think that's law advice. <laughs> we get comments, they'll probably be like, you guys don't know enough about lawyer stuff. And, and that's kind of the point. That's the point. Yeah, that's exactly that the, point. the point. my friends. The point is, I know I'm smart enough to know this stuff, but, you know, you start reading any of those texts to me or going into law and my brain just wants to crawl outside of my head. All right. So um, I think that about does it. I think we've uh, expended all of our juice uh, <laughs> on the lawyer subject. So, um, you know, one of the things that we'd like to include in, in the show here is a mailbag segment, and we'd like to read and respond to your emails. We think that would be a great way to hear what you have to say and maybe help, uh, help us to gain some new insight on some of the stuff that we talked about. So you can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so email us there, and we'll, uh, you might have a chance to have your email read on the show. Uh, I'd like to get to, uh, you know, iTunes. We're still fairly new, but uh, our podcast is now up on the iTunes store, so you can go there and, and subscribe. If you like the show, please swing by our iTunes page and give us a five-star review. It helps the show, and we just appreciate having the positive feedback, and uh, we may even uh, start reading out five-star reviews. You guys think that's a good idea? Uh, I, w- I would loathe to read only five-star reviews. Like if we get different reviews, like if someone wants to give me a one-star review, say Bo and Mike sucks, this one star is for Crofton, I'd like to read that on the air too. Yeah, but we're trying to encourage people to give five-star reviews. Bribery. The, fu- the funny ones are the ones where people think we suck, which uh, you right. But <laughs> All right, so just put your review on there and we'll read it. Um, yeah. But uh, okay, but we'd prefer to have your five star review if you like it. Um, all right, so uh, we're gonna let you know where you can find us. Um, our website is GBB Podcast. So that's good, bad, bullshit. You know the acronym for that. Podcast dot com. Um, you know, check out our website. You can subscribe to our RSS feed or just follow the iTunes link and subscribe on the iTunes uh, store. Um, we have a Facebook fan page with a way too long URL, so uh, just hit up our website and you can link over there. Please like us on there too. Um, we have uh, our first fan of the show on the Facebook fan page, and that would be my mother. So, uh, hi, Mom. Thanks uh, for listening to the show. Uh, all right, so um, Crofton, why don't you tell these fine listeners where they can um, hear your uh, wonderful insights uh, you can follow me at, at Crofton Steers on Twitter. All right. And uh, Michael, uh, do you have uh, any you know instructions for the fine folks on where they can follow you? Um, I think they're probably better off following you know their own whim from day to day than they are following me. <laughs> All right. And you can follow me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter. All right. So I think that about wraps up our show. It was a good one. It's pretty serious and uh, definitely felt challenging. Uh, I think I broke a sweat there. So... Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, until next time.